All right, welcome lads. I mean, I'm trying to stare at the camera, but I'm looking to the right and I'm kind of looking to the left. But anyways, for those of you guys listening, welcome back. Here's my beautiful voice. We'll switch to the actual mic in a second. But today's episode of Banged Up with Bruce Oldham, this week's episode of the podcast, our guest is Graham Ritchie, who's a good friend of mine, a fellow person from Perry Sound. Absolute, uh, just absolute beauty and a pretty Canadian dude. And yeah, he just, he gets it. So for those of you guys who don't know, Graham is a cross-country skier, not action sports, but um, nonetheless, the guy puts in more work than any of us in the action sports industry to begin with. Uh, cross-country skiing is one of those sports that um, kind of has a place in Perry Sound, like hockey. Well, hockey's the biggest one, but uh, cross-country skiing definitely has its place here. And it's one of those sports like running, uh, you can really just push yourself mentally and physically. And Graham's out there pushing himself all the time. He's on the Canadian uh, national team, been competing in World Cups for a while now. Uh, he's the same age as me, so he's 20, uh, 22 now. And just training, competing, and uh, doing part-time school. But it's pretty cool to hear his story, what kind of work goes into uh, training and skiing um, at that level in cross-country skiing, uh, the kind of prize money, uh, basically just the whole industry as a whole because it's, it's very similar but very different than uh, freestyle skiing or another action sport. So with that being said, this is our interview with Graham Ritchie. Hope you guys enjoy and uh, buckle buckle in for the ride. Also, quickly before we dive into the podcast, just want to say a big shout out to everyone who likes this podcast and follows it. If you guys haven't already, uh, give me a rating on iTunes. It helps me out a lot. helps uh, the podcast just grow and grow. And like I said, we're coming to take over the podcast scene eventually. Well, very soon. And... Um, yeah, big shout out to everybody who supports the podcast and the companies that are supporting it as well. Uh, Red Bull, thanks for supporting the podcast, as well as all the people that are supporting me in the season, Vertic Outerwears, Wear Leathers, K2 Skis, and we're just moving on to bigger and better things each day, so we'll see you guys on the other side. Welcome, creatures of all shapes and sizes, to Banged Up with Bruce Oldham, aka The Kid. This is an action sports podcast, the likes of which the world may never have seen before and may never see again. I hope you guys enjoy. Or this will help with it. Sick. All right. Yeah, sick. It's good to see you, buddy. How have you been? Yeah, it's been a while. Are you up in in Thunder Bay now? Up in TV right now. Um, Just training every day, living life, you know? It's been good. How about you? How's the kid? The kid is doing good. The kid is... Yeah, doing good. Training hard. I dropped, and one of my camera got dropped, so one of them's fucked, but, you know, it is what it uh, is. That's okay. Yeah, I'm, work working on, I'm working on fixing it, but, um, yeah, cool. Well, I'm stoked to, uh, stoked to have you on, buddy. Man, me too. This is going to be, this is the most, out of all the podcasts I've been on, this I'm definitely looking forward to this one the most. This is going to be sweet. How many podcasts have you been on? You know, not going to lie, this is the first one. Nah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got yeah. you there. Yeah, cool. Well, fuck the one camera, it's gone. The other no, camera, okay. we got one other camera uh, rolling. If not, we'll just do audio. And I can right put your beautiful face up on the screen. Sweet, oh, man. Thanks, big guy. Cool. Well, uh, welcome to Banged Up with Bruce Oldham. We got a new microphone if you'd like to check the Thank you. Oh, thanks It for looks good, me. I know, right? Oh, that's a, that's a nice microphone. It looks high class. It is high class. It's right uh, the newest investment. Anyways, um, as you can see, the hair's short and I don't know. Don't know how I, I feel like it. I was just going to say it. I was just watching one of your, pod, your vlogs the other day, and I was like, this Bruce has way shorter hair than he did the other day. I know, dude. My girlfriend made me cut it. It was getting out of control, apparently. Did she cut it? 
Uh, no, she cut it the first time earlier at the beginning of COVID, and then this time I told her not a chance because she absolutely nice. botched it the last time. Nice. It, I just, oh, we have a lot of trust. Like, my roommates and I, we all cut yeah. our own hair, and honestly, it doesn't even matter. It grows back, it works out, and it looks good most of the time. <laughs> usually, I'm, usually I'm pretty okay with it, but sometimes I'm like, all right, that's enough. I was also going to grow it out for ski season, but the back of my hair grows out, like, way longer yeah. than the front, and then, like, I just have, like, that the long-ass back, and then it's like, well... I have, like, an unplanned <laughs> mullet, so it's... I either need oh, to make a forced mullet or not. That's kind of cool, though. Cool. All right, well, for people that don't know who Graham is, uh, you're a longtime friend of mine. We grew up in the same town. Absolute badass, guys. Graham is a... Uh, oh, he's got the Georgia Bay shirt on. Perry's <laughs> right there, big guy. Perry's <laughs> on Georgia Bay. Uh, yeah, Graham is an absolute this. beauty. And uh, first non-action sports athlete on the podcast, but I would have to say he's probably more badass than most of the non-action the sport athletes, so... Uh, Graham, for all the people that don't know, is a cross-country skier, and dude, the dude gets it. You get it. Gets it there and hustles. Um, so for everybody that doesn't know you, I guess we'll dive into it and uh, tell us your story, Graham. How did you? Uh, yeah, you know, so, you know what you yeah. Like Bruce said, we kind of somewhat grew up together, went to the school for the most part together because there was only one school really. So yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, you know what? Been like went through high school and then kind of started skiing. Uh, well, I've been skiing like my whole life, basically since I was like mm-hmm. young, but then really started to take it seriously in about grade 12. Yep. Actually, so pretty late, but, uh, Same yeah, as me. training, so basically, yeah, cross-country skiing, we train hard, like, just like you, we train hard. You guys probably day. train harder than us, than most people in, in my sport, <laughs> yeah, I can um, guarantee you that. We train pretty hard anyway, started taking that seriously in grade 12, and mm-hmm. then, uh, so it's been about, what, like four years, I guess this is the it's fifth been a while year now, I've been training full-time and then uh yeah bringing uh getting closer to the goals every day or every year getting closer and closer and for people that don't know perry sound is kind of uh i wouldn't say big it's pretty big on cross-country skiing it's like kind of like what people do with their parents and what you do as a kid how small it is it's a pretty big community there for sure and i like i'm not gonna lie that's how i got into like well i got into cross-country skiing and i used to race a lot and i mean my short little legs back then when i was like when I was in like high school and elementary school, I yeah, I was you like, might have only been like three feet tall back then. I if that, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was way too short to be competing and and getting those nice things. In. But it's a, it's oh, a fun man, sport you're and a, it's you're a, you're a fast runner though. I remember that. Yeah. The Caver Hill every year. Be like, oh damn, Bruce is gonna win. I know it. I didn't though. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's All definitely it's definitely one of those sports that's like you push. You have to push yourself pretty hard. And like for me, going like we have the. The local like cross country ski hill, I guess, or uh, track. The, trails, yeah. What's it Whatever called? You call it. Just the trails. No, but I what's guess? the actual club called again? It's called Georgian Nordic. Georgian Nordic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, like I grew up doing like three sixty, making little jumps and like hitting them on cross country skis oh, and stuff. That's what we all did. That yeah, was it was fun. fun. We used yeah. to we used to send it there. Anyways, so you grew up doing cross country skiing and stuff, but how did you start competing and how did you start like you said you didn't take it seriously till grade like really seriously till grade twelve ish. But like, yeah. when did you start and how did you get into competing in, in CrossFit? So, honestly, I got into competing based on a couple of other buddies that I had that kind of um, really, like, they were like, Graham, you got, like, some potential here. You should come racing. Like, because yeah. it's, like, and that was Noah and Malcolm Thompson. Yeah. And so they really got me into the racing part of things. So I honestly, I so it starts with cross-country skiing. You start with Ontario Cups. That's kind of like the lowest level. And then you go to Norams. Yep. And then there's like 
Canadian nationals, like American nationals, and then there's like World Junior Championships and U23 World Championships and World Cup and then Olympics kind of thing is like the whole stepping stones. Yeah. Um, yeah, so really just got into it with yeah. them and like really, really liked it, like started to get better. It's like, it's pretty contagious when you start doing something and you can only get better from there. Yeah. And you keep getting better and then it gets addicting, you know? So For sure. Just, it's, uh, it's like yeah, running and stuff. And that's still what I'm doing now, just trying to get better and better every yeah. day and it's yeah it's it's been a good ride so is that what you like about it like just being able to push yourself and like get better at a, something and progress yeah or? like four years ago when i started this i would have no clue i'd be where i am right now yeah like, this is now my third year on the national ski team yeah and it's just been i couldn't have called it for sure back then and like the olympics are two years down the road so yeah you're getting really ready big boy for that and yeah i like yeah, it we'll see how she goes in the end but yeah for sure couldn't say i would be doing this like back in high school that's for sure no i was planning on being in the nhl you know just like all of us yeah all <laughs> the, well perry sound uh, besides cross-country yeah. skiing we the big big hockey town so yeah i mean that's probably what why you started getting why you got in cross-country skiing so late and for me for downhill skiing so late is because oh, yeah. like we always I played hockey the same team. <laughs> yeah we played hockey for yeah. all through high school oh, almost so yeah. Fun yeah yeah I mean lots of fun and lots of um but then moved on to different sports here and there and yeah gotta then, pick and choose can't do everything no and then how so let's put it this way so grade 12 you're in grade 12 were you were you competing in norams or anything then or so back then uh I think I might have done like I just got into it so I yeah. think I was just like racing basically provincially I think I went to nationals for the first time that year, kind of thing. Yep. So, like, pretty low-key. And then uh, the year after that, started to step it up and, yeah, travel travel more for racing. So, here's the question that I have, because it was, like, just personally, because I want to know, because I don't know, like, I don't know how I made how I made my decision, but how did you decide to, like, because you went to school, but you, you were also, like, when you focused on skiing. Like yeah, so, I'm like, so how do you decide yeah. to do that? Like, uh, or why? Why? I first, I, well, I took a gap year after high school. Yeah, I didn't so go to school, and I yeah, just decided to pursue skiing. I was like, I saw potential, and I was like, I like it. I love, I love doing it. Like, you gotta love it because yeah. it's really every day of your life. It takes up. Oh yeah, um, and you guys are so training I was a just lot. Like, yeah, like I, yeah, I just want to do this, and then year after year it's like still like yeah i want to do this and then your eyes get open even wider every year and you're like you want to just like you see bigger goals ahead of you and then you're just like yeah let's just go for it and now i'm like i'm in part-time school right now and uh it's kind of just on the side yeah uh because like you can i can only take like three classes per term like at the most because of the amount of travel and training you have time that it takes up like last winter i only spent like two weeks in Thunder Bay, and I was in class. I wasn't even online. Oh, so, no. So, like, it's hard to do school when you're only, like, at, in your town that you're doing the school in for yeah. two weeks of the whole term. So, so, yeah, it's been a slow, slow ride to school, but, yeah. Yeah, so how, how far are you in school then? Or, like, do you have, are you doing a two-year, four-year program, or what are you doing? You don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm in first year still. Let's first year still, that. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I'll be done, I'll be done that, though, uh, like, at this fall, actually, yeah. I'm planning on being finished that, but yeah, sweet, just well, nuts. <laughs> it's cool that you can do both because. Oh yeah, well, I'm not really worried about school right now. Got tons no, of time for that. yeah, exactly, and it's like I mean, you can only train so much, and you have to have downtime and stuff, so you might as well fill it with something like that. 
Exactly. And keep your brain and active. Work. Yeah, exactly. Because you're working too. Yeah, busy man. I like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for me personally, I found like, because I tried to do school and do skiing too, and it was way too much. And like you said, you were only home like two weeks. I was home one year when I was in college. I think it was two years ago. I was only, for my second semester when I was traveling, I was only there for like three days of the second semester. And oh, it's, yeah, it's, stupid. it's damn near impossible. So what does your course load look like? Do you have all your courses online or now? Or? Right now, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously right now, yeah. Yeah, everything COVID-wise. Like, yeah. No, I, I, I really don't put like a whole lot of focus in school. That's why I only take one or like I'm in one or two, two classes right now. Yeah. Just to like have on the side. But no, For sure. is definitely the main, the main thing Sweet. with life right now. Cool. Well, I guess um, everybody kind of gets to know Graham and his beautiful face a little more. So let's talk about how, what goes into it because a lot of people think people train hard and stuff like that. But when you're in a sport like running or cross-country skiing or like those sports for that matter, like it, it doesn't come down to like your trick, like what the tricks you can do and stuff. It comes down to, I mean, obviously technique, but like almost solely like based on like physical performance, like how you can perform and yeah. how you can push your body. So you have to really, really put a lot of emphasis on training and being in the gym and stuff so what goes into that for you man yeah so for example what goes into that so today i did a five hour ski this morning roller ski yeah yeah so we do yeah so for training we run we roller ski we go to the gym and then because training basically our all of our important training is in the summer yeah like we're training year round for this and then winter is just racing so yeah basically to to Put it in a little summary. So the la- basically, my last ten days, I've trained for fifty hours total in the last ten days, which is a lot. Like Jeez. we're in a that's a pretty like the training peaks and like it goes in yeah. pyramids basically. So we just finished like a really big chunk of training with I don't know fifty hours in ten days. That averages five hours a day. So like that's like imagine going for a five hour run every day kind of yeah. thing. And we go we go to the gym twice a week. So, basically, five hours of training every day for the past ten days is what I've been doing. So, if I look a little tired, that's why. Yeah, you did. you're pushing through. And then are you working yeah, on top so, of that, too, right now? Or? Long story short, that's what we do. But like, yeah, every, yeah. What's that, sorry? Are you working on top of that right now, or no? Right now, I'm not. No, not shut down. Amount. Yeah. That's, no, like, just just stupid. So, yeah, we don't, <laughs> don't have much time for anything else. But sorry, yeah. continue. It's just like... Train, wake up, train. Sometimes it's all your hours in the morning. Sometimes it's two. So you wake up, train, recover for the afternoon. Go out again in the afternoon. Train come again. Back, eat dinner. Go to bed. Wake up, do it all again. Kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really living the life of an athlete. Every so day. Yeah. at the level you're at now, do you, what like what kind of emphasis do you put on technique? Like, do you have to work on your technique and stuff on snow, or is it mostly just like you said, training in the off season, like for uh, pushing yourself roller skiing and like and most, yeah most of that's all in the off season but yeah technique is huge so yeah we uh but you guys got dialed for now on that. working on that all yeah. year but yeah and then so when the snow comes do you do a lot of on-snow training or do you mostly just compete and like just stay like healthy for and like in it's mostly recover? just like main, maintaining the yeah. training staying healthy and yeah just trying to race fast basically is what it is yeah because you're traveling event. so much too so yeah so I guess like, sick. yeah, exactly. Especially with everything that's going on now, what does your competition se- season look like with COVID or up in there still? 
no clue. Yeah. Completely up in the air. <laughs> Join which the is crew. too bad, but yeah, it's yeah. completely, completely up in the air. But yeah. Yeah, no I mean, idea yet. Yeah, we had last year to last you, year was a good year. Yeah, last year no, was a sick year. Last year was a great year, but I have no clue what it's gonna shape up to be this year. Did your year get I think we were talking because for people that don't know, when Graham's back in town, me and Graham go running, and I have to keep yeah. up. Oh, with... yeah, and I'm, I'm home for Thanksgiving, so we'll definitely okay. have to go for a little Sick. Job. Yeah, for Sick. sure. Graham pushes right me on. and makes me, uh, well, makes well, me get my shit together. I was home in the summer. I texted this guy. I was like, hey, come for a run. And he texts me in the morning up, and he's like, oh, sorry, man, I can't make it. Oh, come on. I was lazing around, man. You're I was lazing around. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna grind out some good runs. Though. Yeah. We had a good battle in the spring going on Strava there for those who didn't and the, see that. that yeah, awesome. in the spring, for people that follow me on Strava, Graham was beating me, <laughs> but I don't like to be beat. Oh, so we were running. Mar- you ran a marathon, man. I think you won. I, I ran a marathon, but Graham Graham probably put in a overall more more kilometers. But we were we were pushing each other. We were running like twenty kilometers in a couple days, uh, or in a day. Sorry, it was pretty it was, was pretty fun. brutal. Yeah, it was fun. Um, all right. Well, I guess yeah. What is what does your competition season look like normally? Like how many comps do you have, like throughout a course of a not a COVID winter, a regular winter? Yeah. So we got no. We normally start in like end in like end of November yep. or, no usually like early December is like where the, when the NORAMs start so we race like four different NORAM circuits or five because like Nationals is also a NORAM mm-hmm. so we go to like we travel to all the NORAMs and then from those NORAMs they give you opportunities to qualify for World Juniors or like U23 World Champs or um, like Senior World Champs or uh, like world cup yeah. um so basically last winter my season was yeah we were out west racing racing norams uh before christmas and those races uh that was basically just a noram just to start off the year and then we had another one right after christmas yeah. and that was actually a qualifier for um U23 world champs and world juniors and whatnot, and I was fortunate enough to qualify for that, so then I got to go race in Germany at U23, so that was pretty awesome, and then uh, we were back to Canada, and then another NORAM, and then that was to qualify for World Cup, and then again, was lucky enough to qualify for World Cup, so I was actually raced on, I raced my first European World Cups last year, which was super cool. Pretty gnarly? Awesome experience. Oh man, it was, it was next level for sure. Yeah. But I was stoked to get some World Cup racing in under the belt for sure, and looking forward to that. Hopefully this year again. So I have a question with yeah. that because it's kind of like diff. So is your front like? Can you pre-qualify for World Cups in cross-country skiing? Like if you're like the top top athletes, or how does that work? It basically is just like you have to every year win, a, win an NORAM. Basically, like there's a NOR there'll be a NORAM, and it'll be like, all right, this NORAM, whoever wins this is going to World Cup. So you can't and, mess up in one of these one in like one no. event, and it's not yeah, based no. off like it's not like it's, uh, the top three. Yeah, it's not the top three in these norams get a spot to the World Cup. It's like whoever wins this specific one. It's or, like if they have four spots to send people to the World Cup, it's like the top four people go from the noram kind of thing. That's so whack or so different yeah. than what we're used to because for us yeah. it's like all your scores based off of last year. You get a spot. Uh, well, so you would get World Cup spot. spots, yeah, and right. the there's world one spot for yeah. that, like that for us. It's just the whoever has the most points at the end of the year. Yeah, gets it. 
gets the one spot, but then after that, there's uh, it's just like you gotta qualify. But that goes throughout. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, that goes throughout it's, all it's the all the not like the Canadian team though, like yeah, like it's just okay because yeah, like the for whole, the whole national team. For us, the only way to really get a World Cup spot at uh, Noram level, if you're competing in Norams for downhill ski- or for freestyle skiing, is I think it's the same with moguls too, but I'm not 100 sure. But you either have to be on the national team, and those guys get to pick who gets World Cup spots based off of the people on their team and like um, basically like how the people have been competing that season. But it's not up to like the athlete of like. If you if so say if I was like had last year if I did like really really good Norams, and I but I didn't win the Noram Cup or I wasn't on the Canadian team, I would have no chance of getting uh, a World Cup spot, which is like yeah, very fun. different than yeah. this because like if oh, you yeah, won a Noram like, Noram Cup you'd be getting a, a World Cup spot, or you'd be yeah, like, yeah it's like, kind of different but like it's it's similar but so different yeah yeah that's sure. cool so is like, your we have basically like we have the same races we both have Norams we yeah. both have World Cups. And it's just like we all have, yeah, world champs and stuff. But it's just yours so is, different to qualify. So. Yours is pretty gnarly though, because like you have like these these this one opportunity almost. Like you have one of one event, and I mean, cross country skiing, not as much can go wrong in a in a run or in a race, like or in a race as opposed to a run. But like, dude, people still fall all the time or get tripped oh, yeah, up and like, stuff, and like I've had some bad, easily like, unfortunate. Yeah, that would that would ruin here. your chance of getting a World Cup spot oh, yeah, this season. One hundred percent. Yeah, and it's happened. It happens. But yeah, it just is what it is. So, what is that feeling like? How do you how do you try to avoid that? Like, what what can you do to avoid that? Or is it just like you just try? Oh, you're just mad for a little bit at yourself, and then whatever you yeah. kind of get over. It. I'm pretty good at that. Like, I've got a pretty strong mental uh, brain on me for that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> I like that description. Yeah. I love I'm, it. I'm pretty pretty chill. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, it happens. I don't, it happens. I don't, hold too much of a grudge but yeah it's uh yeah some people definitely take it better than others for sure have you ever had somebody like ruin your race by like running into you or like not or, oh, yeah. like, tripping you up for sure oh i try and like not let that happen but and um yeah definitely like at u23 world champs last year i had like basically just had someone rub me out and it was yeah it was can't catch up after that point yeah, yeah. so yeah. is what kind of races do you do because there's a lot of different races you can do. You, I know, I personally know that you do uh, more shorter races. Yeah. Like sprints. So there's but, there's distance racing yeah. and sprint racing. So a sprint is usually around one and a half kilometers, and that's kind of my specialty. That's what I uh, am better at. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I've yeah, that's where I've excelled in all my uh, skiing for sure is the sprinting. Uh, but yeah, then you can race anything from 10k, 15k, 20k, 30k and 50k yeah so yeah i've i mean i have had good distance races like around that like 15k point i'm actually like i have the odd pretty decent race but yeah predominantly i'm mostly mostly a sprinter which is just fun i like it i like it a lot anyways it sounds more fun anyways so is there a is there like is there a lot of athletes that do both long and sprints, or is it pretty divided between the two? Every, everyone does everything, really, and just some people are better at the distance, mm-hmm. some people are better at the sprint. So like you would compete... Be the, tends to be the, like, the skinnier guys that are better at the distance, and yeah. like the kind of little bit thicker boys that are better at the sprinting. Yeah, you're a thick boy yourself. <laughs> a little bit thicker. You're a fit, you're a fit thick, <laughs> as I like to call it, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so do you still do, like, in like a normal contest season, if you have, if there's a... a 
20K race coming up, do you have to do it or do you just decide, I have time to do it, I'm going to do it? Oh, yeah, I do I do all the distance racing because okay, yeah. it's, it's still really good training and really yeah. good for your fitness and stuff. Yeah, so I've and you I've never raced know. 150K. But, like, if they're, say I'm at a race weekend and there's a 30K right before a sprint or something, there normally isn't. Yeah. But I would, and depending on the race weekend, if it was a really important sprint, I wouldn't do a 30K right before the sprint because... I didn't want to. I wouldn't want to waste all my energy, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. But no, I I do all the all the distance races as well. Nice. So, what's the longest yeah. you've ever? I think you said you raced 50k, and I think we talked about it. But is that the yeah. longest you've ever raced? Yeah, that is, and that was not fun. Holy, that was long. Pushing yourself for 50k, <laughs> I can imagine. It's a it's a hard one. Yeah. So, do you guys get water in between that? Do you have um? Because like. Obviously, running yeah. anybody that runs, you have either water pouches for marathons or like there's water tables and stuff. Is that? You yeah, don't, so obviously we don't basically have water like tables. our our coaches and support staff are out on the trails with uh, like feed bottles we call them. So we just like pre mix Gatorade and whatnot and put them in like little little bottles that you can just grab and sling on your way by kind of thing. You just slam them down your throat on the way yeah, by. Yeah, just slam them and keep going. So you just like <laughs> grab it with the pole and just slam it back. Yeah, but two hands just. Drain her back. Drain her back and get going. Damn. Yeah. And that's only for the, the longer races, like probably 10K and up. Oh, that's not until you get to like... Like 30, 50? 20 or 20, 30. Yeah. yeah, 50, yeah. You don't need anything for the 15Ks and stuff like that. No, I kind of figured you didn't because like you don't yeah. even need it for running, so... Yeah. And you can move... What? Do you clock how fast you go? Skate? Oh, well, yeah. Like... That's kind of how you find the winner of the race, but like it depends on the whole course. Like no, course I I meant by like like how fast kilometer wise. Like what's the fastest you've gone? Because on uh, skate skiing. Oh, what's the fast? Yeah, like, yeah, not the like, fastest time, but like how fast oh, you guys motoring out in the track. Man, well, on a downhill, like quite fast. Like, like yeah, like I'd probably. Hmm, it's hard to say. I would say like on a pretty big downhill on a fast day in the winter, it's probably about like like 50 or 60k an hour it's not like crazy that's no, pretty like, good roll, especially on roll, cross country roller skiing skis. in the roller skiing in the summer i've hit like 70k an hour on, on roller skis which is a little bit <laughs> that's pretty fun actually, what happens you know? if you hit a rock you're just done yeah it's just a kind of a risk you gotta take i guess god they, they damn. don't have brakes on them so you kind of just gotta send it you know yeah i guess you can't slow down <laughs> yeah no not too quick so you got do you try to avoid the big hills then because like no, we just kind of deal with it. <laughs> Cruise. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty... So, but, wait, you don't... You do skate skiing, right? Yeah, well, skate and classic. Yeah. Both. Do you do sprints everyone, for classic? Everyone does both. Everyone does that? both, okay. Everyone does both. I was wondering yeah. about that. Yeah, everyone does both. Yeah. Explain the two for the people that don't know, because there's a lot of people that don't so, know. So, classic skiing is, like, your more traditional skiing, if you picture what everyone's probably picturing cross-country skiing is like walking through the bush with some skis and poles. Yeah. Like People running going on skis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Striding away, diagonal stride. That's called classic skiing. And then uh, skate skiing is more like your hockey stride. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Skate skiing is pretty obvious. It's You're basically skate skiing. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, um, what's the coolest place you've been, man? What's the coolest place you've been for Ooh, for for cross-country skiing or the coolest race or event you've been in? You can do okay. both, too. Dab out both if you want. I've got both. i got both. Cool. Coolest place I've been. i got to say, I really love Switzerland. Yeah. I, I and France. Honestly, oh, shoot. They're so tight because I've been to, like, 
the, the Alps and yeah. Swiss, it's like Swiss Alps and the French Alps, and that was just like both of those places. Actually, a really cool. Honestly, I might have to switch it to France actually from Switzerland because that was so nice. It's amazing over there. I've never I been. Say, I'm I would say the French Alps. French I, I Alps. Was, I've been right. I've been right near like Chamonix. Yeah. In that area. Yeah. Um, yeah, like oh, you know the water bottle brand Evian, I think yeah. it's called. I've been to that town. That was really cool. That was in Switzerland Damn. actually, but it's on the border. It's like Swiss French border, like on the Alps. There, it's just like amazing. I'd say that's my favorite. Just um, favorite place of like skied at. Yeah. Um, or event you've been to. Say, uh, okay, so there was, I was at a race in Italy last mm-hmm. winter at the site of where the 2006 Torino Olympics were, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. It was beautiful there, and that was it was just a cool experience to be on, like, an Olympic course. But, yeah. like, as far as Canada goes, I would say 100% Silver Star in B.C. Oh, Silver yeah. Silver Star Mountain. Really, in eh? B.C., that is... Have you ever been? Yeah, I have, yeah. Okay, I honestly, in the, that, or oh, in the middle of winter it's just beautiful there it is yeah it's so nice it's a really nice I mountain say, i would say that's my favorite place in canada that i've skied for sure cool so how how much do the courses vary like over quite a bit honestly over events like, yeah so like i was saying so the course we were at in italy there um at the torino olympic site that was probably the hardest course I've ever been on. Like it's super hilly, really technical, just a crazy hard course. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later in the year, I was at a city sprint in Germany. So it was on the streets of downtown Dresden. That's Germany. pretty badass. So that's just like flat. Yeah. With a couple man-made bumps in the middle of Dresden, which was unreal. Like it's just there's so much different Warm racing. Out happening yeah it was warm like no snow other than the man-made man-made snow on the loop damn it was a six it was a 600 meter loop they made and we did two laps of it for the sprint basically like yeah. a track <laughs> honestly basically it yeah. was really cool though so yeah there's a lot of variation for damn. sure and does altitude come like into play at all when you guys are doing oh, anything yeah. yeah altitude is hard so do you guys train it's... for it or how do you do or do you just like yeah, try to do get actually sometimes like this year we haven't had any like normally we have training camps like the national team yeah but this year like this summer there hasn't been anything because of covid uh but normally we'll go do an altitude camp like somewhere at western canada or like a couple years ago we went down to california to mammoth lakes that sounds pretty badass yeah it was pretty dope we did a like altitude camp there for two weeks that was a sick place as well i don't know if you've ever been to mammoth but i have yeah it's awesome it's amazing up there super sick that's sweet dude Cool. So yeah, that's awesome. So um, I guess I think you were talking to me about this, but you're like currently on the national team for the last three years. But every year you guys have to reget your spots. Like it's not the same as us, where like once you're on the national team, like obviously if you're not competing well or not doing well, you get the boot for our sport. But your sport, like if you don't get the results, you don't you're not on the team next year. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah, I remember us talking about that in the spring. Yeah, so. yeah. You got to qualify every year. like So, yeah, that's what I've been able to do. I qualified through World Juniors. My first year, I made it. And then, again, the second year. And then uh, last year, just, but yeah, based on results. So, yeah. Is that ever a worry? Like, worrying about not qualifying? Oh, yeah. Well, kind of. Like, it is really cool to be on the national team. So, it's like, 
you want to you want to get those results to be able to be on that team. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it'd all be, it for sure be a bummer if you if you didn't. But yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cutthroat though for sure. Are you pretty at this point? Are you pretty like confident you can like you're gonna get those results each year, or is it still like still That's pretty like, pretty like I'm gonna try my hardest, but I I, I don't know. Well, yeah, you're gonna try your hardest. Yeah, and like yeah. It, yeah, you kind of have to have confidence or else you're just not in the right mindset. Yeah. So, yeah. But at this level, like, if you perform, you're you're going to, like, get the results you need to be on the team. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Sick. Cool, dude. Well, I mean, do you want to tell uh, – you have a pretty – we were talking about it, but I don't know if you can talk about it, but we had a – you had a COVID-19 uh, incident on, on one of the trips, if you want to talk about it. If not – Well, it was just, like – Not incident. It's just, like, cut, cutting it close. Kind of, yeah. So, like, yeah. You have to the, In March, we were getting, we actually, it was going to be an awesome end of the year. We had uh, three World Cups that were going to finish off the year in North America. We were going to race in Quebec City, like City Sprint in Quebec City. It was going to be awesome. Uh, World Cup. And then we were going to go, like, so it was a little tour. And then we were going to yeah. go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and ski there for World Cup and then head out to Canmore for the last one. And so we all, I, it was actually, I flew, actually it was funny, earlier I was in the, I was actually in Italy like two weeks before it got shut down, so that was lucky yeah. I got out of there. <laughs> yeah. And then we basically flew straight from Europe to Quebec City for a World Cup. Like all the nations showed up except Norway. And then, yeah, Norway was like, no, we're not coming because we're probably not going to be able to get back to our country. And then all the other countries showed up and basically left like, two days later because everything was getting this was at like peak everything was getting shut down yeah countries were like all right everyone get home like get back to your home countries and like we gotta like tighten this shit down because it's about to like <laughs> yeah. Blow up or whatever. yeah yeah exactly so all the countries are dipping out everyone goes home like russia like sweden norway germany italy france they all dip out and it's just us and them, the u.s left yeah. So we're just sitting in the hotel with America, and we're just like, well, boys, is it just going to be us for this World Cup? And then, whatever, it eventually got shut down, had a night on the town because the season was over. Yes, yeah, you got yeah, it. Everything got shut down. The Minneapolis World Cup got shut down, Canmore, everything. So then we're like, well, what do we do now? And so we just went out with the Americans, had a couple of drinks, and then packed it in and went, yeah, that's went a- home. But then a few days later, so this is where the instant story comes into play a few days later we get a text from all of our coaches like hey um gotta let you guys know this but the hotel just contacted us and said there was a positive case in our hotel yeah so everyone has to quarantine and we were like oh no um so yeah that was my first two weeks of getting home yeah like, because we were, pl- well, we were trying to run it was, it, was a, it was about a week into being home so it really wasn't good no like because I was like, oh my god, like, I don't know who I've been in contact with. Like, I think I've been to the grocery store and stuff, but turned out everything was fine in the yeah. end. But yeah, it was kind of a little unsettling to hear back in the whole big wick of things that there was a positive test at the same hotel, at the race hotel. So it, yeah. was, it was apparently it was one of the Finnish coaches that tested positive. So it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. funny because we were, we, were uh, we were trying to run, but you're still quarantining and stuff. Yeah. Because of that. So I guess Just I got like nuts. a couple more questions. Just spitting out questions here, Grammy. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I'll take. You em. are. You're taking him like a champ, man. 
the fire ash. <laughs> right on. I like it. Right um, I hope to get the invite back sometime. So dude, well, no, when you're well, back in yeah. town, we'll come and we'll come and do a podcast on the on the casting okay, couch, and with we the, can with the new with the new fridge. With the yeah, new fridge, oh, I'll show you the fridge. Question. Oh yeah, let's see the fridge. It's got right towel. On. It's got towel over it because Pat sleeps in here and you can't sleep with the light that comes from it. Yeah. I can't so believe I filmed this podcast with the light. Okay, over okay there. guess what? I got one too. Do you? Oh, that's sick. No way. It's got the essentials. Oh, Krams, you got a Red Bull fridge too. <laughs> you know, I don't have the sponsorship yet, so I don't have any Red Bull. I don't got the sponsorship the yet fridge. either, so. There's th- I took, you know, see my light is off. Mm-hmm. I had the same problem with the light. I didn't like it on, but I just took it out. Oh, but you yours looks out. cooler in the podcast with the light yeah, on. Yeah, I got to keep it in for uh, product placement. Oh, so oh, it does definitely. look really good. Man, but that's so sick. I saw that the other day. I was like, oh, that is badass. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, it's pretty cool. You're gonna have to come over for a beer and a Red Bull, and maybe some other, maybe some other stuff for sure. Cool. So, what is what is um, what is funding for you look like? Because all sports are different, and all sports have different amount of uh, money and revenue coming into them. And this is something I we don't talk, I don't talk a lot about on podcasts, but I would like to talk about a little more. So, like, what does it look like being at like the level you're at now in in terms of paying for? Because like like. I know how much it is to travel to all those places. You know how much it is, but like, like what, what covers that cost? And like, yeah, so what goes into that? Yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot of money in cross country skiing. That's no. for sure. So most of it is like, well, everything is out of our pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I have equipment sponsors, which is awesome. Like I'm sponsored by Rosnall and like Eclair and like Catchless Days right there. Yeah. Oh, nice hat. And just like a bunch of equipment brands like that that just help with all that kind of stuff yeah. subsidies um uh, but then like it's called carding what yeah. i have so it's like yeah I have for the canada national card. team you get carding uh, yeah. yeah i have a canada canada card and a provincial card yeah so Me like, too. i just received some money but from the provincial. from like ontario and canada and that like that covers like that helps out a lot does that cover most sure. of it yeah like pretty pretty decently like you're not you're not really making money not making money i, w- I wouldn't say at this point but, but you're like, you're traveling and training and competing for oh, free, yeah. like or honestly, for like it's, it's like your yeah, those, the experiences are it's just worth, so it, worth yeah. it for sure. It's it's been amazing. Like I couldn't yeah, I don't even care if I'm like for sure. not even making that much money. It's just like it's just so fun. It's fun, yeah. For sure, you get to see so much cool stuff. My uh, Ontario check came in today. Actually, I it's, it was just upstairs. Oh, I got. I was like, I, I was stoked. <laughs> I got my. Qu- I got the same shirt as you too. There. <laughs> this one, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, it's... we were both at Canada Games last winter. Yeah, we were both together. at Canada Winter Games. Stupid as oh no, it was last winter too. It was two, two winters, winters ago. ago. Yeah. Cold as friggin' all. It hell was cold as balls. Alberta, yeah. and you were. Oh, I was so bummed because we missed by a week. Was the, it was the week before, and then yeah. cross country skiing was the week after. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna be there with Bruce, and then it was like, no. They're a different week. That sucks. It was a cool experience, but it was definitely Man, that was different. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know. Sick. You got a you got a bronze, eh? That was dope. And the half pipe, which you know don't normally do. No, I don't normally ski half pipe at sick. all. But I will say for for freestyle skiing, the level of competition at uh at Canada Winter Games was a lot lower than a Noram. Not oh, a lot really? lower, but lower than a Noram. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what it was, was like for you guys, but it was. Ours was about a Noram. Yeah, ours was like actually a little bit less yeah. than a Noram. Not much ours less, was... but a little bit less. Ours was, uh, ours was, like, I would say a little, maybe, maybe ours was a slightly less than an RM as well, actually, because there, there wasn't as many qualifying spots, so there wasn't yeah. as many people there. No, but, there wasn't as many people. For yeah. us, the course, the biggest thing was the course was, 
I mean, you saw the hill that was there. It, it was I, not a big steal. You can't see it. There was no hill there. <laughs> it was, it was like a, a ditch in the middle of Red Deer. It was like a kid's hill. Yeah, so the jumps uh, weren't yeah. that big and stuff. And then for the half pipe, yeah, we obviously went Red to the... Deer. They, they literally, like, groomed a golf course, and that's where our race was. Yeah, no, it was like, <laughs> like the world's tiniest ski hill. It was like 100 feet of vert. I mean, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but... That's still Different, for I sure. I took, took the dub in the sprint on that one, too. Yeah, you did, Big Daddy. Oh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Oh, so, that, was a wicked, that was a sweet weekend or week, whatever that was. For sure. So, do you guys, for us, like, World Cups, obviously, there's more money in a con in contest, but, like, NORAMs, for us, contest funded, like, funding doesn't, or, sorry, um, winning a NORAM doesn't cover a whole lot. You might get two grand if you're really lucky. Is that the same yeah, for no, you guys? Yeah, we're way less than that. Yeah. You win a NORAM, and it's like you win 550 bucks. Oh. Here. Yeah, go kill yeah. yourself. Yeah, I know. So, so <laughs> what are we. Not a whole lot of prize money for sure, but like, there are there are three races in a race weekend for us. Like, there's two distance races in a sprint, and there's so five hundred in each. Then you can win like whatever fifteen hundred bucks. Okay, so that's not terrible. That's all right. It's still not great a for that level. I usually only have one opportunity. Yeah. So, and then World Cups and stuff. Like, obviously, competing in World Cups, it's hard to win. But what's the prize money there, or is there much? It's pretty. It's it's decent actually. It, well, it's it's quite good. Like. If you're consistently winning World Cups, you're making quite a good living kind of thing. Yeah. And is there like, anything for uh, cross-country skiing in terms of, like, not X Games, but, like, is there any big races outside of World Cups that they people put on? Or yeah. Places well, put on? there's no X Games like that, but, like, no. there's the Olympics, of course, which is, like, yeah. the biggest. That's kind of what everyone strives for. And then there's, like, Senior World Champs, which happens every two years. Um, okay. And then... Yeah, like you under twenty three world champs, and then world juniors. So and yeah, those are the big I've, events outside yeah. of World Cups. Yeah, exactly. Sick, cool, dude. All right, well, I got the last question for you, you big guy, and um, right we'll wrap up this podcast because we've hit forty minutes almost. Oh man, it doesn't even feel like it. I know. Well, I get to look at your cute face, and I get to hang out in my oh, with my Red Bull fridge. Thanks, so, um, <laughs> I definitely need to have a shower. Though I haven't had one in a while. Uh, what is your plan and where do you see yourself in five years? I've been asking people this question for oh, a while, so. That's a deadly one. It is. It's a deadly one. And you know what? Yeah. Some people know what to say. Some people don't. Some people have to think about it, but. I don't even know what I want to, like, go to college for yet. Like, <laughs> like honestly. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm in business right now, but, yeah. like, I don't know. I just took business. Like, yeah. honestly, I have no clue what I'm going to do after skiing, like. I can see myself still skiing in five years because I'm still, like, progressing. So there still mm-hmm. could be a, potentially a lot to come. Um, I could definitely see myself, uh, like, I don't know. Honestly, I have no clue. But the goal I'm is gonna, competing in the Olympics, right? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm definitely going to ski until the next Olympics for sure and then yeah. figure it out from there. Uh, hopefully compete at them yeah. and then go from there. But honestly, I have no clue. Like, maybe... I'll, I don't know. Honestly, maybe I'll be. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't even think of anything. Maybe you transition to freestyle skiing. Maybe, maybe I'll transition to freestyle skiing. Maybe I'll, like, yeah, that'd be fun. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not, I don't know about the whole upside down thing though. I yeah, think maybe you're just racing down. Well, no, uh, honestly, five years. That's such a. It's a long time, man. It's way out question. there. Like that's like it's a long time. So you have there's a lot well, can happen in your life. 26, man. A that's how old I'll be. 26. Yeah, that's how old we'll be. Yeah. I don't know what yeah, I'll be doing in 26. We're, we're 22 right now. So, yeah. yeah. 
26, 27. And like that, like, maybe you'll have a kid. That. Maybe you'll have three kids by then. I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah. Because you've like, just, you just been sitting there thinking about skiing, and now I'm like, five years from now. Well, hey, well where do you see yourself five years from now? Don't don't flip the script on me. You're not oh, allowed to do that. No, that? I'm the host. No, okay, so 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 five years from now, I mean, obviously anything can change. Um, obviously things change, interests change. Maybe I'll have a kid. Maybe I'll have find a kid that I had already. That's previously. what I was thinking. But I didn't want to say it. Yeah, who knows? There might be a little Bruce running around out there. We don't know. Anyways, five oh, years God. from now, um, hopefully I will, like you said, I, my I, my goal is to compete in the Olympics and at the highest level in freestyle Sick. skiing. I hope we're both there. That would be, yeah, that would be that would be pretty and sweet. And Megan, she'll join us too. She's probably yeah. going to be there like better, better than us. Megan but will be there di- this year. I guess it's next year now, isn't it? Next year. Yeah. Anyways, oh, yeah, we're all going to be there. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. Anyway, so yeah, obviously competing at the Olympics. Um, hopefully the podcast and the YouTube stuff takes off to a little bit where I can support myself at least a little bit because, you know, I like Sick. doing fun shit with my friends and doing fun things like this with my friends. And it'd be pretty dope right if we could on. have, like, uh, just a badass, like, Pastrana Land. That, that's what I want eventually, too. Pastrana Land set up, and we could have a little awesome. podcast studio, a uh, bunch of other stuff there. And, I mean, after... Banged up going big. Banged up and... And living with the kids going big. But I think, I mean, for me, I, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of other interests outside of skiing. And, like, obviously, skiing's like, oh, yeah. my own. But, I, dude, honestly, I can see myself clapping. Like, I mean, ideally, I do, like, compete at the highest level in freestyle skiing for a while. And I don't know why, but I have a really big... I got a hard on for fighting in the UFC. So I, can, I would yeah. do... In five right years, on. I could see, like... In five years, I could be, like... Yo, I, I'm done with skiing. I've done what I want to do in skiing, and then move on yeah. to like trying to trying to take trying to fight in MMA or something like that. Man, That'd I, be cool. I've, I've seen you doing that. I'm like, I, I don't want to fuck with Bruce, man. No more. Like, nah. I don't want to kick to the throat like that. I, I mean, Jeez. I'm not that good yet, but I mean, eventually, hopefully. <laughs> it's kind of been yeah, like my side. It's been like my That's little awesome. like, I don't know. Like keeps me keeps me sane when I'm all I'm doing is skiing. Because, like, it gets yeah. a little repetitive sometimes. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, like, some good training, too. You're, yeah. Dude, it's insane training. Fit guy because of that, you know? It keeps you in shape. But also, uh, I get a lot of in- injuries from it, though. Oh. Well, you're cut as hell, eh? So what, what even matters? I'm, st- I'm trying to stay in shape. There you go. You know, who knows? So when are you coming back? You coming back for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Come back Thanksgiving. Should be back on 7th. Maybe something oh, around there. A couple yeah. days or yeah, a week? Do you, or... do you mountain bike at all? I was going to bring my mountain bike. That's I don't have a I mountain like bike. To... Okay. Well, I'm too cheap to buy one, one, but I would love to, but I'm too cheap to buy one. Sick. Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But maybe you can pull me behind your mountain bike on my rib stick or something. We'll do, we'll do <laughs> something like that. Cool, dude. Well, that right, I'll, I'll just turn off the podcast here. That was great. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Graham, for having uh, yeah, for coming I don't on. Take Jesus. up any more time here. I already blabbed on enough. No, it was good, man. I I fun. loved having you on. You're one of my favorite. You are my favorite guest today. Let's go. All right, lads. So as you just heard, that was our time with Graham. I got my retainers in, so this outro is going to sound very disgusting. But um, yeah, awesome podcast with Graham. Every Tuesday, the podcasts are coming out. If you guys got any value from this or you enjoyed it. Like I said, like the video, uh, give it a review or uh, a rating on iTunes or uh, YouTube. It helps me out a lot. And also, uh, if you guys want certain guests on the podcast, leave comments down below. I'll try my best to get those people on. And 
as um, and as we go along throughout the podcast, I'm gonna continuously put some more money and effort into making it better and upping the quality for you guys and really figuring out how this thing works because look at me, I'm not I'm not a kid that podcasts. I'm a random a random person from Perry Sound who likes to ski and I don't know. I, it's it's moving on to bigger and better things each time. So I'm open to tips on what you guys think would make the podcast better. I'm open to uh, guests. I'm open to pretty much anything. I'm even uh, free Saturday night if you want to call me. But I'll see you guys in the next episode of Banged Up with Bruce Oldham. And if you guys want to follow the Facebook group, we have a sick Facebook group called Action Sports Community. Uh, check it out. And yeah, see you around. Deuces.